Welcome to episode 45 of the Messy Truths Spot <laughs> Messy Truths Podcast. See? Don't drink, don't, don't smoke ganja before the show. Um, <laughs> this is a special guest edition, and this is Mar, and I am coming to you live from Montreal. Yo, 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 it's your favorite middle child, the best child. This is Nishef healing from the Kanekahage here in Canada. And it is voting. So if you're in Kanagahage, fucking vote. We don't want these blood clot cock people back. Kaka. Kaka. Oh Going down south to our peoples down south. What's up? This is Azara reporting from New York City. And I know, Nisha, you just came back from winding up on mad politicians. I'm so proud of you, girl. Um, it was really good to see <laughs> you, too, in my city. But we do have a very special guest. A dear, dear friend of mine who I've known for, uh, I don't know, close to 20 years. Can you believe that? Close to 20 years. One of my oldest friends in New York City, we have, and also my makeup guru, my everything skin and beauty guru, Nikki. Welcome, Nikki, to the show. Hi, you guys. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Nikki, before we get started, can you give our listeners a little bit of background about yourself, who you are, what you do for a living, and why you are our expert guest today? Okay, so I am a celebrity makeup artist. I've been doing makeup for about, without aging myself, 25 years. And so you're 10. You were 10 yeah, when 10. you started. I started okay. very, very early. Um, I transitioned after um, having a baby into retail side of cosmetics. So I am a senior account executive for a big makeup company. And I basically run the city, the business for the city of New York, Buffalo, some Long Island. Um, and so I work in cosmetics every day. That's why I'm your guru. And I'm also probably your downfall because I will make you spend, spend, spend on. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's that. Listen, if anybody can sell makeup or beauty products, it's Nicole, because God knows I don't wear them. And you have to see my drawers. And it's specifically I can because attest of to me. this. I yes, can attest yes. to this. Well, Nikki, we have something in common, don't we? Oh yeah, we probably oh, have a lot man. in common. Nikki I'm was finding made a for lot me. of little things. Yeah, I think you're my soulmate just based on the last two minutes. So, so yes, everybody knows how I feel about Eminem, but also that chick Mariah Carey. Fuck Mariah Carey. Oh and God. Nikki's oh, like fuck Mariah Carey too. So we're good. <laughs> Wait, can you tell Mother us why? Listen. Carey. Nisha has never even met her, but maybe you have a different experience, Nikki. Can you tell us? Oh, do you be. have? And she doesn't like her either. So can you t- can you tell us, Nikki? Tell us, tell us. Mariah Carey. If you were to ask me, and I was really prepared for this, if you were to ask me, what's the one client that you would never do again, that you would never have anything to do with, that you hated the most, it would be Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. And yes, I have met Mariah Carey. I have done her makeup. I've spent time with her. And I am here to tell you, she's not wrong about Mariah Carey. Not wrong. Couldn't be writer. Aquarian intuition. Aquarian intuition. She was probably, and I mean, I've done Eminem's makeup too, by the way. Oh Um, my God. And he was not, he was not 
a bad client. He was actually one of my best clients. Um, he was a great guy, but Mariah Carey, not so much. Well, so I will say this. Are men generally better, though? Are men generally better clients? Genuine was Are not. easier? Genuine was not. <laughs> oh, no, not genuine. Genuine was not. Dr. Dre, and you know I love Dr. Dre. I'm a big oh. Dr. Dre fan of his music. Not great. Not even good. I would say bad. Oh. So, but genuine, I wanted to straight up fucking fight him. Because he was okay, but, 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 let, let, For facts, for facts, my Carrie's the worst. All right, she and it. and uh, the JL bitch too. Those were my <gasps> two worst. No, those were my two least favorite. I'm gonna just tell you, I'm not the only makeup artist that feels that way. There are oh plenty of us around. Um, but her and her manager, he could suck a dick. Literally, hey, second. Wow. wow. You were messy, so I'm I, about to get very messy. I really <laughs> don't care for J-Lo, but that is like, that's really unfortunate. She, she was a heinous bitch. Now, <laughs> I will say that this was many, many moons ago. This was during P. Diddy time. And wow. so she was out of control with her ego, but she's a freaking narcissist. You can't tell me she's changed um, that much. Like, I've changed over the years, but I'm still me. And Azar can attest to that. Like, I'm still that bitch that she met. I'm just like a little bit more improved. I'm still, my core is still there. <laughs> so, See? the oh, core next is time, Next time, don't doubt me, Queens. No, don't, don't doubt her. me. Right, I'm not don't doubting doubt I just want to know, can we talk about a little bit, a little, yeah. just like a little anecdotal, just give us a little something. What was the shoot? Do you know what the shoot was for? How was she reacting to you? Give us a little bit about the, the makeup part of it too. I'm curious, the looks and all that stuff. Okay. I just want to know, like, I want to be in the moment. So it was for a magazine cover and a very big magazine, very big. Um, then we, we bought magazines, right? So now it's a different world and people probably are yeah. like magazines, but that was our primary sort of, way of getting fashion back then so we're going to the 90s and the 2000s um and it was for a big magazine big fashion magazine and we worked with her for two days and and um the photographer wanted to strangle her let me tell you what this bitch did let me just fucking tell you because oh, i've never forgotten it and we're going on 20 years right so this bitch had these big fake tits and i'm not against fake tits go and get them I, you know, I'm pro plastic surgery, so it's not the fake tits, but Mariah had just, I think, put them in or maybe had them redone. I don't know, but she was feeling her titties, like literally like she was into them. She wanted them out there. She wanted them to be shown. And the stylist who was French and who was probably seven months pregnant, smoking two packs a day by the oh way. Um, and I remember going, oh my God, she said, it really freaked me out. Um, but she was smoking, not eating, just smoking. She brought this beautiful Balenciaga dress that was like vintage, like really, really old. And Mariah wanted to cut it down the middle so her tits would pop out. Oh no. And you know, French people don't have the same obsession with boobs as Americans do. So she was like, oh my God, no. Like it was like a big meeting between her and her obnoxious handlers and her 15 associates that were there. And um, that was like, I was like, ugh. 
she got into a fight <laughs> with the this older woman who was doing her manicure, like her whole vanities team. Um, she just got into a fight with that person, fired her on the spot, this poor woman, and um, hired another person. She had assistants that she had one assistant that would hold her CDs. We had CDs back then. These massive folded <laughs> CDs. And guess what this bitch did the whole shoot. So usually you have music that kind of like gets you in the mood or whatever. This bitch was playing the Jerky Boys. Do you guys know who the Jerky Boys are? Yes. The Jerky Boys. You the mean the ones who do the prank calling themselves, yes. making yes. phone calls like yeah. before we had caller ID. Why would anyone yeah. want to play that? I already told you, y'all. She she's an asshole. She to it for two hours. I wanted to kill this bitch. She had in the back. So anyone who knows me knows that I hate fragrance. I hate fragrance. So if you're a perfume girl and you come around me and you like really smell like a bottle of fragrance, it's going to make me sick. Give me I'm very sensitive to it. This bitch had incense in the back, in the makeup room. There must have been 40 sticks of it. I couldn't breathe. My eyes were tearing. I couldn't see. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch and she wanted everything white everything had to be white i could go on and on there is a reason you don't like that bitch and the reason <laughs> is real the reason is real and then when i did her makeup this is what she told me i'm really a makeup artist i went to hair school and i was like bitch you don't have taste she had no taste she was like trying to control my makeup and i was like first of all you don't even have a face she's a face like a stop <laughs> sign i had to create oh when i say create cheekbones create structure because she was just like i hate her <laughs> to this day i wouldn't do her I if she it. was the last fucking client that lived on the planet that's oh, how much man. i hate her Yo, Nikki, Nikki's a bossy. You know, now you understand. I knew it, and I didn't even meet her, and I didn't like her. I'm telling well, you, I would do the crackhead down there on my block over there, <laughs> sitting there in the rain, strung out. I would rather do that crackhead's makeup than Mariah's makeup. Does that See? explain how much I hate I'm that with it. So I got a question for you, Nikki. I recently got into makeup. Okay. And I have a great artist who I loved her because... She didn't like make me keep coming back to her. She taught me how to do certain things. So listeners, I told you about my tomboy thing. I just recently started doing makeup. What, Mar, 35? Like wow. at my parties? Yeah. So it'd be 10 35? years. 35? Really? Yeah. That's it when I started earlier? doing makeup. No, I wasn't interested. Hmm. Didn't do lashes. Didn't do my eyebrows. Didn't give a shit. I was studying. <laughs> so... How serious is a primer for your face? Like, wow, do yeah. I really need it? It depends. Like, I, there are some makeup artists who do not like primers, but it really depends on if you want longevity and performance. For me, if I'm doing television makeup, I always, always, always use a primer. I really believe that the right primer, and they're not all created equal, they all do different things. The right primer makes a hell of a difference on camera it also mm. gives it more longevity because it grabs onto the pigment and and it makes it last longer um okay. that said if you're not on camera and you're using very little makeup like face makeup for your like complexion you may not need it you may just need like 
a great moisturizer, but it really depends. I will tell you this, if you want it to last more than two or three hours, it's really difficult if you don't have a great primer or if okay. you're not priming in some way, shape or form, just like a painting. Yeah. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. Cause this weekend I was out and I thought, oh, I'm going to do my own makeup, right? I've had enough. I mean, I, I, I will admit my brands are Mac and the reason okay. I like Mac is because it's the only brand I know. Yeah. And I'm not willing to try other brands. Yeah. That's the Well, and it's high I, performance. I'm not, it's a high right? performance. But also brand. it's like it's the and it's the one brand I associate with the black community from way back mm -hmm. in the days. After yeah. Imani yeah. and stuff like that. So I'm yeah. sort of like blind loyalist to Mac. Although Oz has been ruining a lot of things for me this weekend. She ruined <laughs> Chick-fil-A for me. So if oh, you no, find you anything out, I was no. not eating it and I wanted to eat it this weekend in New York. So listeners update, I did actually get to see Ozzy. It was, it was almost, it was a thin line, right? Some, it was a thin line. Some things were happening, but I did get to see her. We'll post the picture on Messy Truths just as proof of life. Yes. But we were in the cab and I wanted Chick-fil-A. And remember, we talked about last week how I'm an I, I'm an ethical person, and she's like, "Oh no, Niche, you can't eat Chick Fil A. You can so fuck you, Chick Fil A for being racist." She's mentioned this before on the show as well, yeah. and I don't know why. Maybe I blocked it out because I wanted to eat Chick Fil A, or Chick Fil A is not here. Yeah, you in see, you have, you have selective hearing when it comes to ethics. Well, not when it day, comes to Mariah Carey. I just right. select not to hear it. <laughs> All right, but let's let's stay on topic, Nikki. So what I I'm saying, yeah, about, go ahead, Oz. Sorry, I just want to say, um, we talked about you know the fact that Nisha feels some kind of loyalty towards Mac because she does identify that Mac has done, I guess, more stuff for brown or black skin. Can yeah. you please tell us some other brands or lines that are supportive of people of color and and yeah. don't just make makeup products for the white folks? Yeah. And it's interesting because there, you know, you guys know about Fenty. Um, mm -hmm. Fenty, while it wasn't the first to do it, it ushered in sort of a revolution in that it made it unacceptable for brands not to be all inclusive. So Fenty mm -hmm. changed the game. I don't give a fuck what they say. They can say whatever they want about Fenty, but she really did revolutionize the industry. And it was a long time coming because people like me would fight for it with the companies that we represented. And they yeah. would say, yeah, I, I had the vice president of a company very recently, as recently as like, I guess, seven years ago, tell me sisters don't spend. When I told her that we, the darkest foundation, wait, the darkest foundation was me. I just want you to peep what I look wow. like. So I'm lighter than wow. a czar. I am the color of an inside of a marshmallow. I am literally almost the lightest color. I'm like really light, especially in the winter. And they, the company I worked for had their darkest foundation was my complexion. So just understand oh, how on, bad yeah. that is. And I wow. was saying, you know, this is, I came from another brand where they were, they had to the darkest and went to this other brand, became an executive at another brand. And my first thing was like, you gotta, you gotta expand. This isn't okay. First of all, we're in New York city where, you know, we yeah. have everybody here. And she's Got like, a wide variety of a people, wide variety. ethnicities and races. Yeah. 
And my thing to her was like, you are leaving. Say you just want to be a fucking asshole. That's fine. You want to be a dick. That's fine. But you're leaving money on the table. That's what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. You're leaving money on the table. And she was like, girl, sisters don't spend. This white girl said that. And I was like, let me ask you a question. How many sisters do you know? Because the ones that I know spend a lot on hair, nails, skincare, grooming. I don't know who you've met or who you've broken bread with, but you are ass backwards on this subject. And it's her sister. Yeah. Like it's, it took like, I want to say it took Fenty to come in and revolutionize for them to be like, Ooh, I guess they really do want makeup. I'm like, you cannot quantify (laughs) what you are not seeing. If you haven't created it, you don't know what you're missing. So that was an ongoing fight. And and I got the nickname at this company, Farrakhan. They used to be like, oh, here comes Farrakhan. I was like, so you think I'm I'm not that revolutionary. If you want to make money, this just is simple mathematics. Just look at the demographics. So being said, Fenty is one of the the Black-owned brands that, that, now I'm not a big fan of their complexion, but I will tell you this, for a certain type of skin, Fenty is amazing. I use their glosses, love them. I think that she's just a revolutionary. So I'll always, I'll always be kind of like partial to Fenty because I think she changed the game completely. There's another brand um, by uh, an incredible woman named Janessa Myricks. Um, she is so artistic and I use a lot of her stuff in my kit. She is high performance. So she's also a photographer. She's um, a darker, deeper toned woman. So she really gets skin tone and she really creates for everybody. Her stuff is amazing. And she just kind of recently became famous and started blowing up, but she was in the game for a really long time, not getting her due. And we all know Mm. why, but now Mm. they feature her in Sephora where she is wildly popular because she has these amazingly artistic things that, that, you know, anybody can use and have fun with. So that's another brand. Um, if you want to go drugstore, what we call in the business mass, I am always going to be loyal to a brand called black opal. I use their foundation sticks in my kit and have for moons because they, I don't know if they're, I don't know much about the company, but if there's like black, are there black artists there who are creating their complexion because they really get it. And the complexion sticks are amazing. I use them all the time. In fact, I brought them to this last fashion show because I knew they weren't going to have still foundations mm-hmm. for women of color. And guess what? They did not. They didn't. So I brought it amazing high performance products. There's a lot of other brands that I would say jump on the bandwagon. Two Faces, a brand that jumped on the bandwagon about five years ago with an influencer um, named, oh God, her name escapes me now, but, um, Jackie Ina, who's a really famous Instagrammer influencer, and she developed their lines for deeper tones and they're freaking incredible. So mm. they, and they're all inclusive. They go from the very, very lightest. Cause a lot of times people who are very, very light, like really, really light. They can't get foundation either. And people who are deeper, deeper, they can't really find foundation. So now it's kind of come into being really kind of cool to have these things. And honestly, if, if brands don't sort of have this diversity in especially complexion, they're going to get demolished in social media. People will not buy from them for the most Mm. part. 
And there's a generation of kids that, you know, they don't have these preconceived notions. They want their best friend to also go to the same brand that they do. And their best yeah. best friend is going to be plus size and deeper tone. If they can't shop there, they're not shopping there. So that's what I've noticed as of late with like my daughter, I have a 13 year old daughter. If she feels like something doesn't cater to one of her friends, she's not putting her money. She's there. out. It's a, it's a loyalty factor. And I think that, yep. you know, there's, it's great because it's holding a lot of brands accountable for sure their business practices in terms of, um, you know, Nisha mentioned that she's extremely loyal to Mac. I love mm -hmm. Mac as well, but I'm also open to experimenting with different brands myself. And I'm, I'm not really much of a makeup wearer. I was before the pandemic, but ever since the pandemic hit, it's been, yeah, just color in the eyebrows, shape the eyebrows, and maybe yeah. put a little bit of oil on my lips. Oh, you're good, Mara. I don't it. even shape the eyebrows. I'm not there. <laughs> I, I have to leave the house with my eyebrows done. Um, can you speak to a little bit? We talked off air about this, but I'd love to for you to speak to the situation that happened when COVID hit. How did that affect the makeup industry? Oh, my God. I mean, for, first of all, I lost like 13 people. Um, to COVID oh in the first wave. Man, so 13 artists. Yeah. Um, I mean, it would really, because don't forget, like we're in people's faces. Right? Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. It's interesting. I fought with my company because I was like, I don't want my team. I, I managed a bit pretty big team of artists. I didn't want my team touching faces even at the beginning. And I, I prevented them from touching faces because I was really scared. And we were the only team not doing makeup at the time. And of course I got in trouble for that, but I'm really grateful that I was sort of like stood on that because we Take didn't really stand, suffer yeah. any losses. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it changed everything in the way that number one, brows became even bigger because that was the only thing you could see. It's <laughs> the really only visible time. part of the face. Yeah. So I feel like brows became a national obsession um, or international obsession from what I was hearing from my clients. Um, just internationally, people were really concentrating on brows and shaping brows and filling in brows and being great at it um, and doing different looks with it. But it also affected behaviors. Our clients are probably more out of control now than they've ever been as far as like attitude and the way they treat us because they definitely do not treat us well um, for the most mm -hmm. part. And then also we had supply issues, right? So um, mm -hmm, there was, yeah. you know, international supply issues because people weren't working for so long. So it kind of had an effect on what people could get. They would come in, we'd be out of things for, I think we were out of like our most popular concealer for like a, a year. And, but mm. other brands were suffering from that too. The client was getting really, really angry. So now they're coming in and buying makeup hand over fist. Cause I feel like they're playing catch up, you know, they're, mm -hmm. they're more open to trying new things. And I do, I think you guys should try new things just like bit by little bit. Like if I were you, I would start with my eyes and just doing things that you could do with your fingers. Like Danessa Myricks has these great tubes of like pigment that can go on cheeks, eyes, and lips. I wanted to make sure I told you that that are really beautiful and artistic and easy to use and they stay. So you might want to think about just like doing one feature 
or doing like a lip, like a new lip color that's outside the box. You know what I mean? Just thinking about doing like one thing at a time just to get comfortable because it's really a comfortability thing, right? Like, yeah, right. I am not a red lip girl, but I will force myself to wear red lips like at holiday time because I, I want to sort of like get out of my rut. So it's always good to find something that, you know, is different. So but, that's interesting. Um, yeah. yeah, that's really interesting. So I, I mean, yes, I am a Mac user because it's the brand that I know. It but, was my first brand too. It's what got me into makeup pretty much. Right. And yeah. like, I, I mean, I have some other things in my kit. So I wanted to ask you about this one particular brand, not on whether they're good or not, but what they're doing. So there's a brand called, hopefully I'm pronouncing it right. Il Maquillage. Il Maquillage. Yeah. And that's they, an old yeah. So, so they actually take your skin color. So that's the other brand I have in my kit. Yeah. You got um, that from the internet? The uh, internet? No. Why not? internet? I don't know how I got it, but I like I the, the internet. I like yeah, the mix. internet. <laughs> I like Wasn't the mix. Good? Yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. I really like their setting spray. I, okay. I must admit, I do like the setting spray. But one thing I noticed was I went back to my makeup artist and said, oh, oh I'm lighter in the, in the winter. Yeah. So she was yeah. teaching me how to mix. And I thought, yeah. oh, that's really cool. But what would you recommend for people like me who are like, because eh, I'm most, so I should say my skin is sensitive. Okay. It doesn't fuck with everything. And I, I think I have nice skin. Yeah. So you I don't, do. I don't, I don't aggravate it. Yeah. You know, so I'm the person who wakes up in the morning, Nikki, and puts on a little concealer here, a little concealer here, do, 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 spritz spray on my brush. Good. I'm good to go. I don't yeah, want to do my like makeup Yeah, because I have eyelashes, so I'm good. Yeah. But foundations are important to me, like what foundations I carry. When I was in Kenya, I had some really good East African foundation, but it's run out now. Yeah. But if you had to like say, okay, Nisha, I'm going to hold your hand and take you to a new brand. Where would you take me? Depending on the kind. So I always ask questions. I'm that girl that just constantly asks questions because I want to find out about you. And that's another thing. Like if you came to me in the store and I, it's my job to like get as deep as I can with you to figure out what you're going to use. And what is going to be best for you? So I always ask this question, what kind of skin do you have? You told me you're sensitive. Okay, so I know that fragrance-free would probably be the way to go. But what kind of skin are you? Normal to dry, normal to oily? Because Normal to oily. Normal to oily. Because if you are oily at all, like I have a friend who, who is oily, super oily. And by the way, if you're super oily, you're probably dehydrated, just so you know. Um, mm. But... So if you're oily, Fenty is a great makeup because it's really, it performs so well on people who are oily. It performs, in my opinion, again, this is just my opinion, it performs horribly on people who are not oily. So mm. it super oxidizes on people who are not oily. I mean, and I guess it probably oxidizes on people who are oily, but because it's so good for oily skin, it really looks like skin. I feel like it looks really beautiful nice. on skin. Um, so I would probably take you over to Fenty to match you because she has about a billion colors. Like every hue and every color, she she just really put a lot of effort into her foundations. And I would take you there first. Um, but I would also probably take you to uh, Makeup Forever. 
because they have a lot of colors and they were also one of the first people to do it, um, to be all inclusive. And nice. the brand is really good. Their complexion is really, really good. And, and probably, um, two faced because of, they have, um, a matte foundation and then they have like a, an original foundation. So I would try both on you, but again, I would give you time. Like I mm-hmm. would take my time with you to, to look and see, but I do tell my clients, you're not going to be able to have one foundation that will take you all year round because your skin yeah. changes. Your skin mm-hmm. can get really dry in the winter or and really oily in the summer. And you have to pay attention to that. It's not going to be a one size fits all for 12 months. It's just not realistic. Um, you change your jackets. You change what kind of clothes you wear. You're going to have to change your makeup wardrobe, too. So I always try to adapt to the seasons. And the other thing is that you you need to switch out your makeup if you're not using it to the bottom. A lot of people are keeping makeup that's way too old and mm. it's not healthy. You know, like everybody has like, I had a client, she's like, yeah, Guilty. I've had this lipstick for four years. And I'm like, four fucking years, girl, let go. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why? Four? Oh man, Why? I gotta go in my closet. <laughs> Okay, I will say I I landed in LaGuardia. Shout out to LaGuardia. LaGuardia is looking very nice for New York. Shout out LaGuardia. Went to Mac, and because I okay, so I bought I love red. Yep. Mar Mar thinks it's my color, but I it is your color to red. Four years ago, I got into red, and I bought a popping liquid matte red from Sephora. So that was my first out of brand experience. Because okay. my Mac artist wasn't available, so I had to go to the Sephora artist, and I was very stressed out. But it was a good experience. And she gave me – so I still have that lipstick, so that will go in the poubelle. Sorry. But I just bought – Mac Mac has some nice new liquid matte mm-hmm. lipsticks. Yep. And I was like, oh, this is popping. I liked it. I was very happy with it, very impressed. And I ended up buying four lipsticks. But oh, wow. I only stay within the colors I like. So I like pinks and purples and reds. Yep. I don't go anywhere else. That's I'm not a lot of interested. colors, though. That's a I lot, I feel like. With the Men, nudes. Um, Azar, not so much. Azar, I'm always like, Azar, I have the perfect one for you. Like, oh Azar likes everything that's poop colored. Anything that looks like poop. <laughs> oh, my God. Her poop color. color. She brown, gold. The browns. Like, poop, poop. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's her, co- that's her thing. I'm going to, so listeners, I'm going to send my pictures to Nikki and see and get some grades to see how I did because I have a oh, whole routine that I'm super proud of. I'm the person who, I really like primer on the lips though. I think it really helps because I find lipstick dehydrates my lips and I don't like it. Well, because you're using matte. Matte's going to shrink Not all the time. Yeah. Not all, but so I prime my lips and I put on my La Roche-Posay and then I put on my concealer and then I, I do my color up my face and spritz my brush and make it. You should see oh, it. Wow. I don't. And I wear <laughs> blush. Yeah. Blush yeah. and bronzer. And then I spray and I finish it. I don't do eyes because eyes fuck up my eyelashes. I'm not interested. And hence okay. I had a sty. Uh, <laughs> yes, Oz, it was there. And <laughs> I love a good lippy. I love yeah. a good lippy. Right. Well, that's like the one piece of makeup that can give you the biggest impact in the most natural way, right? So if you have a lipstick that gives you a light lift, you just feel like better 
about how you look. So I'm a gloss girl. I like shiny. I like anything that looks super juicy and and fabulous. (laughs) But I am also a girl who wears a lot of neutrals and a lot of like sheer pinks. Like But not poopy colors. mm, No. That brings me to what's what what keeps what Nikki what keeps a client in their color scheme? Like Oz, why can't you pop a red? Yo, first of all, hold up. I have popped a red here and there. It has a tint of brown in it, but I have popped a red. Or <laughs> rust. I have to. T- I have to say this though. I am not experimental, and I am not creative. I am not creative. So you guys should know that Nikki. Uh, taught me pause. To- hold, on. hold on. Pause. Pause. No, no. no let me when get, it comes no, to makeup, not anything else. In general, yeah. but no, but let's talk about this. Nikki taught me an eyeshadow technique and an eyeliner technique. When was it, Nick? Uh, 2006? I am still doing that. So be clear. And by the way, I have a BoxyCharm subscription. I have, Nikki has given me over 100 palettes in my lifetime. I don't so, even know what a BoxyCharm is. So, so it, it's a subscription to like a makeup box that you, you pay for monthly and you get a box of like different, but it's also a great way to be introduced to new brands and skincare because Nikki likes yeah. some of the skincare that comes in my BoxyCharm. Um, But the point is, I love makeup. I love it so much. And I have no fucking clue how to use it. And I look crazy. I look like a clown sometimes when I do my own makeup, like a straight clown. So I I feel the same way. I feel the same way. I think I was going to say, like, just when it comes to makeup, I think women don't allow themselves the luxury of practice which you have to do for every other thing Absolutely. in your life, your hair, your nail, like practice. Like you have to really give yourself the gift of time to sit there and figure out what it is that, what techniques, because not all techniques are for all people, right? Like I have, if you really look closely at, we've talked about this before, I have like a hanging lid. So I don't really have a lot of like space in my eye to like do the looks I want to do. I had to learn how to create the illusion of that space. And that did not take Mm. me one day of going like that. It took me years and years to kind of fine tune working on other faces. When you're not a professional artist, you're your own face like that's your canvas all the time if you don't allow yourself the time or give yourself the time even 20 minutes or 30 minutes a week to really practice and see what you like and see what works on you and trial and error you're not gonna really find that that new look you're gonna Mm. stay in a rut which is what we all do right like we all do that you know what it is it's uh I look at makeup and I get overwhelmed because there's so many colors. There's so many brands. There's so many different techniques to application. And I don't know what they all are. And I personally, I don't want to know. All I want to know is maybe (laughs) one or two styles that I can use to put on my face and then, um, or to apply the makeup on my face. And then I can proceed with, you know, practicing, but it's, it's also time. Like I'm putting it on because it's part of my daily wear. If I'm going out, you know, before the pandemic, it was go out to work. Now it's not. So the ability to wear makeup more frequently, that's gone for me personally, for other people who are going back to the office, that's a different thing. But it's just, it's overwhelming sometimes. And you just, you don't really know where to go to. I try to go to influencers. I don't know if there's any that you can recommend 
who, yeah. uh, you know, who are able to, you know, what do they say? Beat their face better than anybody else in the industry. <laughs> oh my God, but no. I don't want to beat my face. I just don't. No. I don't care for it. I Please. truly don't. I'm going to speak for my industry. And of course, you know, who gave me the right, but I'm just going to do it anyway, because I'm that bitch. But like we in the industry, when people come in and they're heavily influenced by influencers, we want to freaking scream. Because in Azar, not stay away. In, get inspired, utilize it as as like creative inspiration, but understand this. Like I'm I'm calling Azar out. This is so mean. But like sometimes she'll send me screenshots of fucking 20-year-old inst- Instagrammers and shit and be like, should I get this? And I'm like, really? She's fucking 20. Like, there's not I could smash shit on her face and she's gonna look stunning. Like, we have to understand. What we're going to the influencer because I I'm on Instagram all the time and I look at influencers for new product ideas and new new inspiration because I work with a wide array of clients with with of different different age groups. Um, but I will say most clients of a of a over twenty five come in and have the same. They say the same thing. I'm just super overwhelmed. I'm very intimidated coming into this store. There's too much. It's overload. It's it's sensory overload. And I just want to feel like I look good. What can I do? So like I said, like the biggest impact though is going to be your lips and actually your cheeks. So Mm. if you can find a beautiful blush and learn how to apply it for yourself in a light way that gives you like a light lift, what I always tell clients are a light lift, you're going to see like a big impact. You don't need 8,000 products. You don't need to be me with, you know, four trunks filled with makeup. Oh my God. And I'm I'm (laughs) underestimating because I'm embarrassed because I have a kid and I'm irresponsible, but like, you don't need all that shit. Like you don't need to be a czar. Like a czar has, has a daughter who loves makeup. So it's like, you know, it's easy to get these things and, and spend money on these things, but you don't really need that. You just need one or two new pieces a season. That's really going to make you feel like you look great. That might mm. be a bronzer. That might be a beautiful blush and a new lip gloss or a new red lip. If you like red and that's your impact and that's your signature, then by all means stay with red. But then go, move away from an opaque red in the summer and go with a red gloss. So like move within the confines of what you're comfortable at. You don't have to change if you don't want to. And when I hit 40, I really accepted that about myself. Is like I don't have to change and be like a 20-year-old Instagrammer. I just have to like be comfortable with what I look like and be, you know, have more pep in my step as a result of using the things that I use on my face. So I think we're kind of hard on ourselves. Like we feel like we need to have all this makeup, but you just don't, you need one thing that gives you that pep and, and you're good. Like you don't need to. That's that's me. I am a minimalist. I don't really want to have a whole lot of caked on makeup on my face. I just don't like it. I don't like the whole act of having to, you know, um, wipe it all off and just, I want to look like the normal me. I want to look like myself. So feel good. So what would you recommend? What would you recommend for women in their forties, like myself, who just want a very minimal kind of look, who just want something really, really easy? I always start with like, 
like three to five pieces, which sounds like a lot for a minimalist, but you would use it over and over again. So first things first is like, you need a great mascara that you like, and it may not okay. be the number one selling mascara on the universe. And I want you to pay attention because everybody's lashes are different. I swear to you, they are. And people are like, well, my bestie uses blah, blah, blah. And she loves it. And she told me I have to get it. But your bestie could have a full set of natural lashes that are really, really beautiful. And you have four hairs jutting out. Like you mm. really have to be very honest with yourself about how you want to look and what you got. Because I will tell you this, and I think it's really important to know. Sometimes you guys are coming into the stores with your besties and your besties are looking to, you know, keep their ugly friend ugly. They don't necessarily have oh, the best Lord. interest in heart. I will tell you <laughs> that that happened to me yesterday in store. I'm going to tell you a funny story and then I'll go on with the five piece set. But funny story. These two girls came in. One girl, stunning. I, her skin was like silk. It's so beautiful. And then her bestie had a face filled with active acne, like really bad. And she was like, so my friend really wants to like get some products. This is what I use. And she wants to stay with that because it's really working for her. And I was like, it's working for oh her. My God. That bitch has 15,000 zits on her face. It's clearly not working oh. for her, but you, know, you can't say that. And I I yeah. looked at her and I was like, oh, I get it. You want to keep your ugly friend the ugly friend. So mm. my advice to everybody is always go in at least one time by Solo. yourself. Yeah. Solo to find you know the best look for yourself to find what products work for you. You're an individual. So Getting back to the collection, you need a good mascara because a mascara can be very impactful in about 30 seconds. You hit it one time and you're like, oh, I'm alive. It can make you look way more awake than you do. You should have either a brown or black, depending on your eyes, a brown or black eyeliner. That's a long wear eyeliner. So I prefer for people to have a skinny one because you can go in between the lashes and make mm -hmm. it look super natural and you can blend it with your finger. You can sort of smoke it out with your finger. Super easy. Mm. Again, 30 Hold seconds. Hold on. I have a clarifying question. Is this a that pencil liner? Is it that a pencil? Pencil. I always use a pencil. I pencil. think it's way more user friendly. Anytime you use a liquid underneath the lashes, it look it just doesn't look right to me. It's a hard line that so, can't be softened. Mac has the in-between of that. They have a... Um... A liner that you roll up and then you use it like that. Yeah, it's like, like an pencil. automatic pencil. Yeah, it's an yeah. automatic pencil. You don't have to sharpen. That's great. So get like, you might like. You said uh, like use your finger and smudge and then I was done. I was like, no. No, like you put it on. So what I mean is like you put it on, you place it on. You don't have to be perfect. You take your finger and you just blend it or you can use a Q-tip and you just kind of go back and forth to smoke it out. Because here's the thing. Liner can either make your eye look bigger or it can make your eye look super small. So when you line both the top and bottom, you're taking up space. You're closing the eye. So if mm. you look at my eyes, my eyes are almond shape and they're very small. I do not line them all the way to the end and all the way on top to the end because it makes it look super small. I mm. concentrate on up and out. I bring my eyes out like that and I only do it halfway. And then I, I line inside the lid with white, which pops your eyes and makes it look bigger. So you're giving it more space. Now you added a whole mm. new color. Added oh, a no. dimension, but you don't need that. That's just me because I'm extra. 
You just I need do that. either a brown. That was a tip I learned a while ago. Yeah, from you. you either need like a brown, like a nice soft brown or a black eyeliner. You can use an automatic. Yep. That's absolutely fine. That's still pencil. As long as it's, it's, you can blend it out because what can happen is you can yeah. use it so dark that you shut your eyes, you, you, cl- you make your eyes look smaller. And I have then, to say that when I've used a liner, I feel like I look more tired. So you're, it's probably too dark and too thick. So you okay. might use like a steel color or even for you, like a, like a navy blue or even it doesn't like a pop on me. They, even they don't a pop purple. on me. You're, you're, then go black and skinny and go in between the line, in between the lashes and go halfway and you'll okay. see. And then, so, you know, you have your mascara. <laughs> Right. I don't wear mascara because I got lashes. lashes. So you have lash extensions. You have lash extensions. Okay. So you don't need mascara, but just for, for every other person doesn't have, um, lash extensions, mascara, liner, a poppin lip, either a lip balm that's colored or a lip gloss that's sheer so that you Mm. can use it in a natural way. These are for my pared down girls, right? So this is not for your glamour girl. This is basics. That's three products right there. I'm a basic. (laughs) No, like not basic people. I'm a basic bitch. Simple, simple. Just simple things you want to do. I said basics. These are the basics. I am, it's me. You are the basics. (laughs) But then you add to that something for your complexion. So you need a good concealer for those days when you're feeling tired or like you're traveling to New York and dancing all night. You need a good concealer. You also need need to know how to use your concealer. Most of you don't know how to use it. You're plopping it on and... We've like, been using no, it. No, no, hold on, hold on, oh, hold on, no. hold on, hold on. I will bet you dollars to donuts that you're all you're okay. So, using it wrong. how are you using it, ladies? First of all, I think we need to do an eyeliner challenge because she's outlined it, and we can show the top our sh- <laughs> our looks great. after. I'm down. So I put it under my eyes. The concealer. Yeah, I the put it because I have like I'm tired today, but I put it under my eyes. So the way my makeup, my makeup artist taught me was it's certain spots, right? It's the contouring because mm-hmm. you're going to contour. So it goes here. It goes like that, like that, like that, like that. And then she taught me this trick because I don't like, Nikki, I don't like liquid foundation. Yeah. I was going to say you guys need a foundation powder most of the time. I don't. Yeah. I don't like it because I don't like the feeling of the liquid on my yeah. face. I don't know. I just don't oily. like it. Yeah. 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 But my face is hydrated. So I'm like, oh, what's going on with my face? But and then so she told me, like, just spray your brush, like with your setting spray. It sets it better. And I really enjoy that. And then I contour it. So I put it here. Yeah. But I'm saying I'm getting deeper than that. So I'm getting really deep. Oh no, that's that's instructions. It's the way you're applying. No, it's the way you're applying and what kind of product you're using. Now. I will say this, and this is not a slight to your makeup artist at all, right? So when you're going into a store, understand, and I don't think people do, and this is a good thing and a bad thing. Number one, when you're going into a store, that person has to sell. They're there to sell. So if they're Mm -hmm. spending time with you and you're not buying a certain amount, they're gold most of the time. They may not be making commission, but they're gold nonetheless. So you have to pay attention. They want you to buy their brand and your, their brand may not, it may, but it may not be the best brand for you. 
And I'm not saying that it is or isn't with you. I'm just being very, very sort of broad in my mm-hmm. statement because so many people use the wrong concealer and they don't know how to use the concealer they have. So like if yours is in a pot and it's more of a cream concealer, there's a way to use that concealer that's more effective. If you're using more of like a liquid, a thicker concealer, there's a way to use that too that's the most effective. But the one thing I can tell you is that concealer is most effective and gives you the longest wear when it is layered. So when you're using little bit by little bit, so you're you're placing it where it needs to go. You're letting it rock for 60 seconds unless it's a quick, dry, long lasting, which is something I never recommend, especially for women over 35, because it's dry and it can crease. Um, And it needs to sit there and rock for 60 seconds. And most of you don't let your makeup rock. Like you put on a primer, you'll put on a foundation and you'll be like, it's sticky. You're not even letting it seep in. You're just mixing all the products together. And it seems like it's not performing because you're not paying attention to how you're applying it. So wait a minute, there's wait so a many intricacies <laughs> of this game. Like I, I could go on and on, but I don't want to scare But you I guys. have what she's so Mar. So first she's saying, like, when you put the concealer on, like so let like if I put it here, yep. she's saying I should go and walk away. Give it a good but 60 make seconds. No, yep. I, I understand. Let it set and don't just do one layer, one one one, one coat, but maybe do like a few. Black. But in one terms black. of the primer, am I putting it on before yeah. and before. after the so first primer coat primes. and then again after the second coat? So no, primer prepares your face, right? Yep. So it's like when you wash your face, it's completely dry. And then you put a primer on. It's telling your skin, hey, we're going to put some makeup on now. That's yep. the primer. Okay. That's yeah. the part I skip every day. Yeah, but you're not really wearing a lot of complexion. So for me, I probably, if you are a person who wants to be pared down, and I would ask you these questions as we go to get to know you, I would not say you need a primer unless you're telling me, my primary concern is that my makeup isn't lasting. Do you know what Mm. I mean? So Mm. if your makeup isn't lasting, that's another issue. So that's why I feel like you need to have your time. Don't bring your best friend because she's a makeup artist, a frustrated makeup artist, whatever. Go pay the (laughs) money. Jealous ho. She wants you to Jealous ho, probably. I'm sorry, but so many of you all are jealous hoes. I swear to God. Or you want to stay the pretty bitch in your whole friendship circle. Mm-hmm. Like it happens more than no. it does. And I can't even it's a tell damn you. Shame. I cannot it's even a tell shame. you, like we see it so much. Like we laugh about it when, you know, it happens. We're like, yep, she's the ugly duckling in the friendship. Like, and she's going to stay that way. Cause she trusts this girl and this girl's leading her astray, but you need to go. And you also need to find somebody who, you know, is very honest. And that's not that easy. That's why I always say go into like a Sephora because they're not on commission and they get a lot of education at Sephora. So the brands train them. Now they all, they're young. Most of them are young. They like what they like. They listen to all the influencers for sure. Um, but they're educated and they continue on with their education. So they're, ne- they never stop getting educated. They're educated Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, pretty much every single day, a brand will mm. come in and talk about products and performance things. Like I like that. that. So cool. I don't, I mean, you have supporters in Canada. I think you have two supporters in Canada, right? Or oh yeah. It's down the street from Mara and I. Yeah. 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 That's a great place to start because they don't make commission. 
So it does. Yes, they have goals, but if they don't make that goal, they're not getting fired for it. They're not getting in trouble for it. So it's a great place to go and and book an appointment and pay for that appointment and say, I want you to show me the top three or five products that I need that you think I need. And I want to talk to you about my whole my whole lifestyle. And get somebody that you can trust. And it may not happen right away. I have clients that will follow me from, from retailer to retailer because they trust me. They know I'm going to give them a, an array of products that are going to be just tailored to them. Um, and, yeah. You know, makes it better for them, especially if you're not 19. Because, like, let's be honest, like 18, 19 year olds, they can put whatever on their face. It's going to look yeah. pretty good. The skin is um, totally different when you're so younger. So with that in mind, what do you recommend for women who are over 40? And I also would love to get your recommendations on what the nighttime routine should be for women over 40, especially if you've had a full day of makeup. I, I find that when I was younger, I wasn't cleaning my face as much. It was more just like wipe everything off, do like one, you know, scrub with some soap and then that was it. But now it's a different thing. You know, there's actually like a whole regimen that I follow now, even, and I don't even wear makeup that much. I really don't. So, and that's- and Your skin is beautiful. So beautiful. Well, clearly the regimen is working. Thank you. It's working. But that um, being I, said, I yeah, what do you say, recommend? I will tell you that most, I, most of the women that I meet in, at my job who are coming in looking for help, it's because they never wash their face at night which is such a mistake because mm. whether you wear makeup or not, you are hitting the elements. There is pollution. I don't care where you live. You have stuff all over yeah. your face and you're putting that on your pillow and you're grinding your face into your pillow all night. <laughs> it's just so unhealthy. Um, and you know, you can get away with it when you're in your twenties and then you're like, what the hell is happening in your thirties? You're like, well, what's happening here? And that's an accumulation of abuse from, you know, your twenties where you face didn't abuse. take care of you your face. Yeah. I think it's really important to have a gentle cleanser, gentle. And I just want to reiterate that and punch that word gentle, because I think when we start getting into the issues of, of like having skin, like problems, we tend to go rough with our skin, which is the exact opposite mm. of what we should do. So fragrance and looking at how much fragrance and alcohol your products have, it's really important. Not all alcohols are created equal. And I'm, I want to just say for your people listening, I am not a dermatologist. And I mm -hmm. believe that if you have real issues with your skin, I am not the one you should be talking to. You should that. be talking to a dermatologist who really knows what Facts. they're talking about. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of us pose, we pose as like sort of pseudo dermatologists and we're not, we're just not. Um, but I will tell you, like, if you want to keep your skin looking good, A, you should, you should go to a dermatologist and I can help you find products that will keep it looking good um, and not make it worse is basically what I can promise you. One is like, watch the fragrance. A lot of these brands that are really popular, they have a lot of fragrance. If something smells like fruit, if something smells of something, that is fragrance. Whether it's natural fragrance or not, it's fucking fragrance. And if you are, you know, sensitive, you should not be using fragrance because it, it can and will destroy your skin. And it's not good for your skin. Now that said, I use like a lot of, um, products that have fragrance. I love it. I'm not sensitive. And so, but I know that about myself. I, I, I like 
to some, I like the smells of these things. But if my client is coming in and saying she's pared down, I would go no fragrance for her. And there's a, a couple yeah. of lines that are no fragrance. First Aid Beauty is a great brand for fragrance free. It is a great brand. I always recommend it for clients who have like eczema or things like that. It's just, I never have had anybody return anything from First Aid Beauty. I use it and I love it. It's great, love right? It. So First Aid Beauty is great for people who have eczema in general. Absolutely. Also, Skin Fix is is great for it's a new it's a new brand, newest okay. brand. Skin Fix is a great brand for people who are you know reactive. I say reactive who have issues, right? They have mm-hmm. like rosacea or I have. Um, yeah, that's what I I've got rosacea. That's why you so. don't like foundation because you feel smothered. Uh, yeah, it. and I'm very very particular. I've been I had really bad acne when I was a kid. Yeah, like on my cheeks and. Uh, the dermatologist made it disappear. Now it's under my thighs, which is really weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It travel. It, it, there's no, it's no longer anywhere on my face. My face is very happy. I drink tons of water, Yeah. but uh, my cheeks get red. And I was like, I went to the derma and I was like, yo, what is this shit? He's like, yeah. oh, you're stressed out because my rosacea will pop out. Mm. So I never really need blush because I got the rosacea for that. Yeah. Cover it up. But I only use La Roche-Posay. It's, yeah. it's very gentle. It's very soft mm-hmm. on my skin. And I really, it, listen, if there's a lot of black brands out there, can you please make some nice skin routine care? Because yeah. I don't want to give these bitches at La Roche-Posay all my money. Yeah, They're expensive. And the brand I did find there in Kenya, excellent brand, but it costs $100 to import it to Canada. To yeah. ship it, yeah. That's And that's ridiculous, right? So... La Roche-Posay is fragrance-free, very sensitive. I, I really enjoyed it. I was using Yves Rocher, but they, they made a gentle change to their ingredients. My skin Ooh. popped off. Yep. Popped off. It was like, no, we're not doing this. So I I under like I, I appreciate what you're saying with the, the rosacea because I was where I was a person who uses her gloves, you know, those gloves where you scrub. And mm-hmm. I scrubbed my face and she was like, No, no, so no, bad, no more bro. of that. Don't touch so it. So no bad. That so, is so bad. Yeah. Who came up with that? The gloves that. to clean, to rub the face. You're That's supposed crazy. to do it once oh, a like, week. Scrubs like made with almond shells that like literally tear at the skin of your face. I can't even tell you how many people have used <laughs> that and have had reactions to that kind of stuff. Yikes. You've got to be gentle with your skin. Like my first thing is like, you've got to treat your skin with respect. Even if you think you're oily and acne prone, those are the worst. They, they treat their, they abuse their skin. I had a client who was so oily, like the oil was being produced as I was doing her makeup. It was oh, melting, wow. it was sliding off. And I was like, All right, oh, no. I'm just stopping for a minute. I need to know what you're using for skincare. And she's like, well, I don't use anything but alcohol. She was putting rubbing alcohol on her fucking skin and she was using ivory soap. And I was like, girl, I did I'm the rubbing alcohol as a teenager. Awful. So I'm, I grab <laughs> so the makeup. Like we do these things and we don't realize when you do that, you are dehydrating the skin and the skin is this amazing, your body's so amazing. It will overproduce oil as an emergency to sort of try to remedy what you're doing to it. So mm. you just become more oily over time. And 
that's why I always say you need to go to the dermatologist to work this out. Like if you have some serious, it's not just like one breakout over here, which we all have, right? If you have a serious condition and you're going into a retailer and thinking like my client yesterday, that we're going to solve your issues when you have severe acne, please don't please step back and think (laughs) about it because all people are not like me where I will straight up tell you, you need to get to a dermatologist because I'm not going to solve that issue. Other people are hungry for those sales and they're going to get you to buy a ton of shit. That's really, you know, not going to help or may exacerbate your problem. We're not qualified to make those decisions. Like, and people really need to own that and they really need to, to say it to the client. I am not capable of making that decision for you, but I think gentle is the way to go. A gentle skin cleanser. I always recommend a balm and, and, like a, a cleansing balm, which is gentle and fragrance free. There are so many on the market. There's a great one from a brand called the inky list and it's called Oat cleanser. And it's really amazing. You can put it all over mm. your face. It takes off eye makeup. You wouldn't want to use it. Cause I think it, it's not safe for extensions, but it just leaves your face feeling really beautiful and balanced. So your, your whole goal is to seek balance in your skin. Well-balanced skin probably is the most, the hardest thing to do. And once you achieve balance in your skin, you'll see like, you'll be glowing and beautiful. You won't have these issues. You won't need as much face makeup. But I so, think it's uh-huh. amazing though, because your skin will tell you what's up, right? Your like, skin will tell you like this. What's yeah. up? Because when my cycle's coming, mm-hmm. my skin's uh, this random pimple. I'm like, yo, what are you? Uh, okay. I'm like, okay, B, I got you. Like, I know what's happening now. Like, so my skin doesn't change unless it's a food. I'm very highly sensitive to food, to a hormone change. That's why when I'm stressed out, the rosacea will pop up. Yeah. So I, I found like your skin is a very good indicator of what's going on in your body, right? Like it it really will tell you what's going on. So I I really would appreciate, I, I really... I'm looking for, cause you know, my Kenyan products are going to run out and then I'm yeah. going to be back to Dove. So fun fact, ladies, I don't know if you know, I love Dove soap on my face and my derma <laughs> is like, what the fuck? What the hell? But, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Nikki. Nikki Look at so my face. Look at right my now. face though. Look at my face though. Dove okay, and you, I- that, you should, you should thank your mom. Or your dad's, it's your in your genes. So like I'm, I'm telling you, genes play a big part in everything we fucking do. Like everything, weight, everything. It's the genes. So you're lucky. But like I say, you want to maintain. And Dove soap, girl, no. It's like Irish Spring. Like no, you want something that is really gentle for your skin because it's sensitive, Dove. <laughs> yeah, my daughter uses sensitive in the shower, so it is a good soap, but it's not for your face. I know all the dermas are trying to get me not to use it. The Inky is a great line for you. It is inexpensive. It's called the Inky List. It is a clean brand. It is inexpensive. Is it ethical? It's very ethical. You'll love it. You'll love it. And it's very affordable. I use so much of it now. And I was such a snob. I was like, what is this shit? I had no idea what it was. It is so good. And I think they're from England. Yeah, it's really, really good. It's really affordable. Um, 
and I, I know the owners are great people. So I always recommend and people are like, huh? Like my clients who are snobby will look at me like sideways. Like, why are you recommending this cheap shit? But it's actually a clean brand. It's amazing. Like I, I think they're high performance products. Now they're, they're basic products. So they're straightforward. You're not getting a lot of bells and whistles. You're just getting really good products. That's Which, really great that you you mentioned that um, about genetics because I find absolutely. people like my husband and even some other men that I've seen over the years, their face just doesn't go through the same wear and tear as women's faces do. What's yeah. up with that? And but why do they not have to do Don't you know? Women yeah. are objectified. We have to wear heels. Yeah. We have to put makeup on. Fuck these guys. Like they take their inventions and shove it up their ass because all this <laughs> shit they, hurts us. They don't do anything. They're the ones who are you. Like, they get big bellies and look they cute. use regular soap on their face. There's nothing that's going on there. Like the 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 number of products and the quality of the products. It's not even comparable. So I'm still trying to figure out what the hell is it that they're doing that's well, I will what, tell like, what's you going on? they're coming in. They're coming in more and more. Men during the pandemic were coming in for fragrance and concealer. Okay. In droves. In droves. Mm. So they're not immune. They're having plastic surgery. They're they're not immune to this shit that we're going through. It's just not as as bad as it is. We manipulate our face. We start at a very young age, right? Trying yeah. to put shit on our face. And they don't do that. If you ever notice, like men have these gorgeous thick lashes, you know, they always yeah. have the best lashes. And I'm always like, God damn it. Like you don't deserve those lashes, but they don't do <laughs> right? things, right? They don't curl their lashes. They don't put shit on their lashes. To, they're not expected to pop. Like we exactly. are. we're expected to pop. We have to pop to get attention. And, um, you know, they just don't do that much. And I think it pays off in the end. Although I have seen guys looking haggard more now than I have, which is why they're going to the injectionist. Yeah. Oh, they're gosh, probably man. not getting enough sleep. And they've also, there's also a lot of us who have been spending a lot of time in the sun too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that yeah, shit's scary. Know. I will say sun though, will uh, Mr. Z has a whole skincare routine. Yeah, That's they're, they're into cute. it. They're into yeah. it. My mom's boyfriend is into it. He's like, I want skincare. And I'm like, really? Okay. I used to get him a sweater every single year for Christmas so I couldn't <laughs> figure out what the fuck he wanted. What could I get now him? He wants skincare. He wants skincare. <laughs> he wants skincare. And I was like, okay. You know, they're, they're into yeah. it now. So yeah, are the rules the same are... for them as you would say for, again, older women, just those five pieces, they should practice the same thing? I think men can go less. I think that they need to have a decent cleanser um, because they put their skin through it. And they also like, and this is, again, I'm not a dermatologist, so I could be just talking shit, but they shave and open up their pores. They have a lot of different things that they go through mm -hmm. in the morning. Um, if they shave, I guess a lot of them have beards now, but you know, so I think they need good cleansers. Um, there are brands that cater to men primarily. There's a brand called Aramis that has skincare. Estee Lauder has um, skincare that's geared towards men. So there are some brands that are out there for men. Especially uh, the beard can. oils, right? Has, yeah, the beard oils. Like my brother's into skincare and creating uh, natural skincare products. 
yep. and he gives them to my husband, like, you know, for razor bumps and, yep. and things like that. So I know that Mr. Z has a whole, babe, where's my thing? Well, I don't know. Find your own <laughs> shit. I don't know where your thing is, but he has a whole thing. He has a whole yeah. thing with his face and what products he likes. And, you know, he uses Japanese cleaners cause he's yeah. Japanese um, yeah, he's They're really into, great. I'm checking out your, your inky. Well, I'm going to book a little appointment with them. We'll see. I'll let you know They're how amazing. it goes. They're amazing. Hopefully They're I don't break out to them. Care. They don't have <clears throat> fragrance in their products. So that's one good thing. Um, I just really love their brand. I, so my problem is being dry. So I am a diabetic. Diabetics have, you know, really dry skin. So I have to be really careful about what I put on my skin because it will dry me out immediately. So I use mm -hmm. a lot of products that layer on hydration, not necessarily oil, although I use face oils, but um, I do a lot of with hydration. So my foundations are hydrating, like everything I use pretty much on my face is hydrating. Mm. for a reason. So again, like, you know, I work with 20 year olds, they're literally polar opposite to me. And mm. they want things that are oil control. And I'm like, Nope, I want to look dewy. I want you to see me from space. I would die to look shiny. <laughs> like I, I want to look like that. I want to look you know, shiny we, too. We, oh, we're like opposites in our life. Like when we're 20, we're, we're trying to control the oil. And when we're over 40, we're trying to get the oil back in, we're putting it on our face. Yeah, so, that's really yeah. cool. Just to let you know, listeners, if you go to Sephora, they have something called a perk face treatment by Hydrafacial, and they will give you an exclusive facial exfoliates and hydrate skins with poor purifying technology, ta, 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 whatever. But what's most important is you'll receive a personal skin consultation and regime of products. So I'm going to go in there as a test. We'll let you know how it goes on Messy Truth. I'm going to book this appointment and I'm going to say, I don't want your products. Just tell me about Inky Well. And we're going to see list. how Inky List. Oh, is it called Inky List? The Inky List. Yeah. And the perk is great because you're actually paying for the service. I think you pay for the service in Canada mm -hmm. too, right? So you're yes. paying for their time. I think it takes 30 minutes and 30 bucks, something like that. And it's 60 bucks in them, Canada. Oh, it's 60. Okay. So it's 60 bucks. And you can tell them like when you book the thing, I want an experienced, um, esthetician. I want someone experienced. So even if I have to wait a week, I, I'm willing to do that. I want the most experienced person. And, um, also I'm not going to be purchasing products. So they know like your 30 minutes is for a consultation. And they don't have any expectations about what you're going to be purchasing because mm -hmm. they do have a responsibility to sell during these, these perks. So there's an expectation for them, but let them know. And then they can give you like great tips and tricks and, you know, you can buy the products later or not. It's really up to you. But the Inky is a great place to start for basics. Also for teenagers, it's a great brand to start with because it's inexpensive, but it's just so good. It's a really high quality um, and it does what it says. So it's like, it's got one product has one job. The next product has another job. So it's not like all inclusive, mm. which I think makes it very effective. Mm -hmm. Guys, Nikki. I feel like we have scratched just the surface of this and go ahead, Mar, if you have another <laughs> question, the but derma. I, I was going to say, because 
I would love to have you back on our show too, because I sure. think we can go on and talk about this for hours, but go ahead, Mar, you had another question. I was going to say, before we wrap up, can you just, just be very brutally honest with the listeners and us host hostesses, please tell us what makeup cannot do. What, what ah! are we, we need to know the limits of makeup. What you are found we, today, we Mar. need you to found today, Mar. We yeah, need no, to know what I is makeup not going to do for you. Makeup's not going to make you look 20 years younger. So stop it. Stop coming in with your, you know, niece and daughter and expecting (laughs) to come out looking like, you know, 20 years younger. If you can own anything, and this is just in general, own who you are and where you are at in your life and just look the best at that time. That said, if there's something that's bothering you, then take care of that too so that you can move on. So there's no judgment here, but makeup cannot change your age. Stop trying to look younger. Stop trying to ask people what's going to make you look younger because that's what we get a lot of. And also um, stop trying to look like your best friend. Just look like you. (laughs) Yeah. Look like Um, your best friend and you. That jealous hoe. Different. Yeah. Like just look like you and, and feel good about what you are buying for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and go shopping for makeup alone at least once. It's it's fun to shop with your friends for like little accents of makeup. But when you're serious about it, you want to give yourself the gift of time and and find out what's right for you. Be be unique and independent in that way. So that's what makeup and, can and makeup cannot make you feel great about yourself. If you feel like shit inside. It's not going to fill your yeah. your inner soul. soul. It's just going to. Put a Band-Aid on Cover it, it up. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you so much for your tips and everything. And yes. I absolutely want you to come back. And so I want you to hold the story of when you did Trump's makeup for oh. the next episode. See? Oh, look, my look. God. Yes. yes. I will I said say it. that I hated now, him just a little bit less than Mariah. So you can <laughs> there imagine. You go. <laughs> but I hated him. I Was hated there a him. lot of orange involved? <laughs> Yeah, he had his own fucking, his own shit already He had made. his own orange palette? Yeah, I was just a day, so I was just someone filling in for his main makeup artist, and I was like, what the fuck is this? So he wasn't even in the running for president at that time. He was in the, what was oh, his dear. show called? He had a show. Primary. A reality uh, show. The Apprentice. The Apprentice. The Apprentice. Yeah. And so when I came in, he had his own recipe, and I just will tell you this. I had to wear gloves because the motherfucker is afraid of germs. But he slept oh. around and put his dick everywhere. So we'll talk and about that. And didn't believe in COVID at one point. <laughs> no. So that's well, a fun thank story. You. Thank you yeah. so much for coming on the show and being a great thank guest. Thank you, Nikki. We appreciate thank it. You. We definitely got messy. We definitely got messy. <laughs> so Oz, when I come back, bring more. Nikki with you. Yes, we <laughs> got it. 1,000%. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you. And thank you, listeners. Thank you for for being Being a dedicated listener this week. And once again, please check us out on all the different streaming platforms. And we would also appreciate if you would go ahead and give us a review of the Messy Truths podcast. We want to know what you guys think. It helps our ratings and helps more people find us. So if you enjoyed, 
you know, the top 80s part one and two episode if you enjoyed, mm-hmm. uh, if you enjoyed our <laughs> F boys versus nice guys episode, please share it with your friends and comment and make sure that you give us a review. And we are active on Instagram, Messy Truths Podcast. Please go check that out and we will be happy to engage with you online. So that's it for us this week and we will see you next time. Peace. Bye, y'all.